Welcome to episode 13 of the Cars Podcast. I'm your host, Yurin Dreyshuk. Topics that we have on hand today is conservative activist Laura Loomer making Islamophobic comments regarding which driver she wanted for her Lyft or Uber trip, the Texas shooting in San Antonio which left 25 people dead, and longtime Dodgers broadcaster Vince Gulley coming out saying he's done with the NFL after black players are kneeling to protest police brutality and racial inequality in America. Let me start off with Laura Loomer. Um, on Twitter last week, she basically said that she was late to a New York PD p- press conference after the terrorist attack in New York, and she posted a tweet saying she's late to the conference because she couldn't find a non-Muslim Uber or Lyft driver. And this is just this is just the epitome of a lot of these conservatives. It's like they can't stand Muslims. They want to put, they want to make them the scapegoat and the poster child for terrorist attacks. When a lot of these attacks are white terrorists, like you see, you I'll get to it later on. But you see the San Antonio shooting in the church. The shooter was white. There's no, there's no cause for for gun bans for for any any kind of religious bans of some sort, because obviously. The shooter was white. So what do you expect? A lot of these conservatives, they if if, if a shooter was white, they'll let it slide. Same thing happened for the Las Vegas shooting over a month ago. But since obviously the shooter in New York has some Muslim ties, oh, let's ban all Muslims. It's absolutely ludicrous. It really is. And the fact I applaud Uber and Lyft for banning Laura Loomer for this because this kind of Islamophobic, Islamophobic behavior has no place. At all. At all. The way that Muslims are treated in America is disgusting, and it really needs to change. And so Twitter needs to ban her, too, because that's a form of hate, that's a form of hate speech. I'm glad Uber and Lyft took action. They realized it was hate speech, and so Twitter needs to take that same initiative because she can use her platform to, to spew more hate. And it could be, it might not even be Muslims. It could be... African Americans, Hispanics, whoever it may be, she will still use that platform because she has all these followers to spread that hate and make an impact with that hate. So, Twitter, I know they've seen what happened, so they need to take the necessary steps to ban her from Twitter also. Because, like I said, the same hate is gonna be spewed from her mouth, and we're just gonna all have to be here to sit and watch this this disgrace. This disgrace of a person spewing all that hate. So Twitter, go ahead and go ahead and deactivate that account. Uber and Lyft, I take a, uh, I applaud them a hundred percent for their actions. And so we need to do better as a country because profiling, that's all it seems to be the case in America. Of African Americans from from police perspective, from a lot of people who label Muslims as terrorists for no reason, just because a few bad apples, they want to take, they want to hold the Muslim community accountable, the entire community accountable. But when someone white commits a shooting or terrorism act, they want to hold their whole community accountable. And I'll say that as someone white living in America, white people need to take, they need to take their people accountable when these crimes surface. And when someone white commits a crime, they're a terrorist. They're not a lone wolf. They're not someone who had a troubled past. They're not someone who was a, a great kid growing up. Call it like it is. They're terrorists. Black people and Muslims, they're not the only 
people that should be labeled as terrorists in America. America needs to grow up with that subject. If you if you commit an act of terror, shooting, killing, whatever it may be, you're a terrorist. That's exactly what it is. Point blank period. Moving on to Vince Scully. Now this guy, he's been he was a long time Dodgers broadcaster, over sixty years, right? He recently came out saying he's done watching NFL games because of NFL protests. Keep in mind, the same protests that are using the platform, the same black players that are using the anthem to protest during the national anthem to protest black people getting mistreated by police and by America. And so you see, like I said before, black people, they're not getting the right treatment in America. They're not getting treatment when it comes to getting jobs. When it comes to law enforcement, etc. And now Vince Scully, right? This is a guy who announced a lot of Jackie Robinson's games. He's seen Jackie Robinson play. And now he wants to completely ignore the current issues that African Americans in America still face? Are you serious? This guy is a legend when it comes to sports broadcasting. A real legend. Hall of Fame broadcaster. Can't take that away from him, but comments like this, it really damages his legacy, in my opinion. A lot of people, you know, they're blind to race issues in America, so so they've struck it off. It's no big deal. Oh, yeah, players are disrespecting the troops. Once again, wrong. You have troops and veterans that applaud NFL athletes like Con Kaepernick's message of fighting for equality. So that's completely irrelevant. It's completely out the door. Everyone knows the message of these protests. You know, so this really, it hurts his image in California because California is a fairly democratic, liberal state. And they they agree with the message of everyone should have equal treatment in America. And so, you know, I think a lot of people in Los Angeles, their opinions will change events going after this. And on a national stage. Not so much because I think a lot of people, uh, white supremacy still exists in America strongly along with racism. So Vince Scully's comments will be swept under the rug, sadly. But in California, it's a different ballgame. I think the support for him is 50-50 now. And it's sad that's come down to this because, like I said, he's a legendary baseball broadcaster legendary figure within the Dodgers community, within the Los Angeles community. But these comments are disgusting because he, he's one of the people that's in a huge group of people in America that fail to realize that not everyone's getting equal rights in America. It's just the plain truth. People want to be naive and say that, oh, there's no segregation. Everyone Everyone has equal opportunity. Wrong. Because, like I said, you still see black people in America getting gunned down by police at a regular traffic stop for uh, a a light that's not turned on, a blinker that isn't turned on, you know? So, Vince Covey, man, he, you need to do better. You need to do better. You need to apologize because it's just, it's just flat out disgusting. It really is. Now, another situation is Papa John's. Their company is blaming... The anthem protest by NFL players for the decline in sales. Is that the best excuse you could have for a decline in sales for your pizza? You want to see Domino's or Pizza Hut doing that? 
they're booming regardless with their sales. Even if they hit a, sm- a small decline, they're not going to blame black players kneeling to fight for equality in America and the protest against police brutality. They're not blaming their sales on, on inequality issues, on athletes and people fighting for equality. Papa John's needs to do better. They really do. The CEO, John, Schnad- John Schnatter, he's been a partner with the NFL for years. Made plenty of commercials with Hall of Famer Peyton Manning. I love their ads. I used to love their ads a lot. But now the fact that he's putting blame on their sharp decline in sales on black athletes protesting inequality that they face on a daily basis in America, it's disgusting. It really is. So I'm glad I haven't put in any money towards Papa John's in recent memory when I order pizza. It's for Domino's. First of all, I'm, I stay in Las Vegas, and near me, they're open till 2 a.m. So that's a big plus for them. The pizza is amazing, and you won't see them putting anyone as a scapegoat for any kind of decline in sales that they have. And I don't see any reason of why their sales would decline any soon. Their customer service is amazing, and obviously they treat their employees with respect, regardless of their background. But John Schnatter, he's in hot water right now. He's in hot water right now, and I think a lot of his African-American employees, they're going to jump ship soon, and he's going to have a real crisis hiring people for jobs. People are going to notice that lack of diversity in his workplace. They're going to call him out as a bigot, and watch watch how those sales start to decline. You thought your sales were declining then? Watch what really happens now, because it's a lot of... It's a lot of turmoil in that company right now because that PR publicity is going downhill. People are going to assume you're a racist. And guess what? Your ads with the NFL, it's going to be no more. I saw a few Papa John's ads this past Sunday during the NFL games, but I expect Roger Goodell to eventually cut ties with him. I know Roger Goodell, he encourages people to stand for the anthem, but he said the NFL is not going to punch anyone who kneels. So, just for the just for the controversy that Papa John's is stirring in general, I think it will eventually force the Roger Goodell and the rest of the NFL PA to come together and say, "Look, we won't need Papa John's as our sponsor anymore. We won't need this kind of controversy anymore." So I think they'll shy away from Papa John's, and if they want another pizza sponsor, look for them to go with Pizza Hut or Domino's. It's the most reasonable route. Both of them are well-known pizza chains in America. Been popular for, for years now. So I don't think parting ways with Papa John's will be a major hit for the NFL. For what reason? You could get Peyton Manning to do, to do videos with their CEOs. And there'll be no controversy at all. You won't see their ownership blaming declines in sales for black people wanting equality. You know? So... The NFL, they should cut ties with Papa John's immediately because these comments, were, they were out of line. And if you're really going to put blame on black people kneeling during the national anthem to protest inequality, come up with a different reason. At least lie about it. Don't look like a complete fool. Do better. Do better, John, Schna- John Schnatter. Do better, Papa John's. Because this publicity, it's, it's killing y'all right now. It's killing y'all in the worst way possible right now. The final topic for today is the shooting down in Texas over in um, Sutherland Springs in the San Antonio area. 
a man named Devin Kelly from Houston, Texas, killed 25 churchgoers with an AR-15 rifle. And it's, it's just a shocker. But prayers go out to everyone in the San Antonio area, everyone in the Southern Springs area, because it feels like a lot of these shootings there, it's so common in America now, and it's like you, you don't even act shocked anymore when these things happen, and it's just sad. And you see other countries, they're just, they're thinking we're a bunch of crazy people with our gun problem. It's it's ridiculous, and I've seen a lot of debates of, is this a terrorism act? Yes, it is. There's, there should be no debate. People were quick to label the Muslim man who um participated in those New York terrorist attacks of terrorists, because, but because this man is white, you know how to label this terrorism act? Are you serious right now? This is why this kind of stuff still f- frustrates me. When it's time to label a person who committed a crime, there has to be a certain boundary of what someone has to be called simply because of their religion or race. But that's just white privilege in America. If you're white, you, you will never be a terrorist. But God forbid your skin is darker. Yep, that's a terrorist right there. Lock him up. He he's he's destroying America. How about we label we label Devin Kelly this too? He's a terrorist. Killed twenty five people. Why was Dylan Roof who killed um what was it nine people in the black church in South Carolina two summers ago? He wasn't labeled as a terrorist, but he eventually got he was eventually sentenced to jail for life and the death penalty also. So justice was served there. But the point is that Americans are still reluctant to call white shooters and killers terrorists. It's ridiculous though. What happened to this whole misconception in America of every man being treated equally? Every terrorist should be treated equally. Regardless of what your background is, if you're out here killing people, inflicting harm, and inflicting terror, you're a terrorist, point blank, period. And it's sad that we have to have this conversation over and over again because Americans are scared to label white terrorists terrorists just because 70% of this nation is white. It's, it's ridiculous. It's supposed to be a country that welcomes all kinds of diversity, people from different countries, but as we've seen lately with our political climate and the people that run things in Washington, all this, inequ- all this equality has been flushed down the toilet. But this, cont- this continuous trend of who is a terrorist and who isn't, we see this once again. Oh, um, a white man named Billy, he killed 30 people, for example. Oh, that's not a terrorist. He was just a lone wolf. He was a good guy growing up. He was, he was mentally ill. That's a lot of people's favorite thing to say. That's their favorite excuse. He's mentally ill. Why is it hard to accept a lot of people just flat out crazy and evil? You know? So Devin Kelly, he bear, he bear right in jail soon. Actually scratch that. Because I remember now he was found dead in his vehicle. So he, he, he'll meet his judgment soon. He'll meet his judgment for his crimes. So prayers out, prayers go out to the entire Texas community. I know the entire state has been going through a lot um, in these past three months with the hurricane in Houston and now the shooting in the San Antonio area. So Texas, we're with you all the way. Stay strong. You make it through this tragedy, and we love you. This was episode 13 of the Cause Podcast. I'm your host, Yuri Andrzejczyk. Thank you for tuning in.